go again. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor, and I'm glad that you have joined me this bright and cheery day. At least I hope it's bright and cheery wherever you are. I hope you've gotten your coffee because we're going to talk about a few things, and I'm going to continue on where I left off yesterday regarding real estate pricing beginning to drop. And I'm going to tell you some things that has happened because as of May, the real estate market has begun to change. And we're going to see it go forward as interest rates go up and the demand for buying a house goes lower, it changes. And why is the house prices falling down, dropping? CNN did a really good uh, uh, article this morning. And in the, in the, in the title was Five Signs the housing market is starting to slow down. And let me give you those five signs, okay? One, the inventory of homes for sale is growing. So that means that the inventory is getting up there. But people are not buying as fast as, as, fast as they used to. With demand for homes outstripping supply and inventory, I'm going to read the article to you, okay? Outstripping the supply, the inventory of homes for sales had been consistently declining year over year. In other words, over the past few years, uh, there wasn't enough inventory. There just wasn't enough there. But in May, it says, the inventory started moving in a different direction, according to Realtor.com. Now, we saw another report yesterday and Redfin.com, uh, and almost in, saying the same exact stuff, okay? So it says, but in May, the inventory started moving in a different direction, according to Realtor.com data, and the most recent week saw... Active listings up 13% from last year. Inventory is growing by 13%. Seeing the number of homes increase is great news for buyers, said Hale, uh, who uh, was being interviewed for this article. It shifts the trend, and they are seeing more homes, and it should help balance the market, slowing down home price growth and increasing the time on the market. In addition to the high cost pushing prospective buyers out of the market, part of the reason there are some listings is that that there are more listings is that more homeowners are deciding to sell. More new listings entered the market in May than any other month since June 2019. So they they went back to 2019. But some prices are are showing a lot of sticking power, said Hale. Price growth is going to slow, but I expect prices to stay high. Um, if if home sellers can't get the price they want, they are likely to not uh, put it on the market. So in other words, if they can't get the, the, the dollars that they want, they will say, okay, that's it, enough is enough, and we're not going to list our house. Number two... More price cuts. If you've been looking for homes, you may have may be noticing something you haven't seen in a long time. For a while, homes are selling so quickly and often with bidding wars that sellers could commonly get more than they asked for. But as affordability challenges squeeze buyers and there is less competition to buy, some sellers are deciding to lower the price. Price cuts were seen in 10.5% of homes in May, up 
from 6.2% in May of 2021, according to Realtor.com. So that means that there's more inventory on the market. There's beginning to be more inventory. Unfortunately, will they sell as fast as they used to? Will have bidding wars? No, I don't think so. I think we'll start seeing the lower lowering of prices as we go, go along here. Number three, <clears throat> real estate companies are laying off people. With less activity in the housing market, real estate companies are announcing layoffs. This week, Redfin said it cut about 8% of its employees. And Compass said it would reduce its workforce by 10%. So there's layoffs in the real estate industry. Number four, mortgage applications are down. As mortgage rates have spiked, would-be home buyers are applying for fewer loans. So they're just not interested in the market at the moment because interest rates are up. So higher house prices are still too high. So they're still trying to figure out, okay, I'll just hold off. I'm just going to stop right now. In fact, that's number five. Number five was fewer people are shopping for homes. With prices so high and mortgage rates still climbing, fewer people seem to be shopping for homes right now. So that is what we're seeing at the moment in the real estate market. And I think we'll see even more about it. I think that what we'll see is we will find that home prices will gently come down. They won't be a full swoop downward, but they will gently come down. And I think that as you watch the market, and this is up to you to watch the market of what home prices are doing in your neighborhood, should it is, and make you decide, is it a good time to sell or is it a good time to buy? Watch the market very closely. You have a whole bunch of tools out there to watch it with. You've got Redfin, you've got Trulio, you've got all kinds of realestate.com. You have a whole bunch of tools that you can watch your market. And you can also see how long these homes are staying on the market now. They're starting to get a little bit longer. So you have to make some decisions, but it's up to you, not your realtor. Forget about your realtor. It's up to you to decide when's a good time to sell or buy. Okay? Now, me, personally, wrong time to buy. Maybe a good time to sell because the prices are still high, but what are you going to buy then? You can buy something to stay within the tax compliance issues of like kind or like same type of value and everything and without paying a capital gains tax. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you have to look at, but it's just not a good time to buy. And... You mind that people are starting to hold on to their homes now. They're saying, okay, now I'm not going to put my house on the market now because there's nothing out there for me to buy. So this is a market that you have to watch closely. If you're thinking about buying, if you're thinking about selling, if you're thinking about leasing, watch the market very closely because it's going to change on a week-by-week basis for the next few months as we are in this inflationary time and as we step into, and we are already there, into a recession. So that's my continuation of the real estate. Now, there's one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, and it's about Google. All of you small businesses that have Google accounts, it's probably going to cost you now. Because Google says it's time for longtime small business users to pay up. 
That means the calendar that you have, the email that you have, you're going to have to pay up. Now, I just signed up with Google Calendar's appointment setting that's costing me $7 a month. Much cheaper than the other other calendar people out there. And it's doing the exact same thing. I've had Calendar. I've had uh, Boss. I've had all kinds of different types of calendar setting uh, applications for people to make appointments with me. But listen, for 7 bucks a month on Google Calendar, and they can make it right online to meet with me or to have a session with me, 7 bucks is not that bad because I was paying 40 bucks. So that's a big savings, right? But understand that if you're a small business, you're going to see some Google changes coming along because they now want to start charging for that. Remember, all this stuff has been free. All of these special packages in their biz set have been free. But now they say it's time for long-time small business users to pay up. So expect some changes. In fact, the changes have already begun. Now, I don't have an email service with Google. I have my own website, and it comes with a package of emails. So I don't have to worry about Google. All I'm worried about now or that I have with Google or my or my um, calendar, which I'm very happy with. I'm telling you, if you have a calendar appointment setting thing, Google is just fine at seven bucks, and it's doing the exact same thing as what all of these calendar places are doing out there. These apps are doing out there. Listen, I'm all about being cheap, and I am cheap. And <laughs> I am probably one of the cheapest thing guys out there, okay? Because I have run a big companies, and I have seen how much money we have spent, and especially on lunches and everything else. We just overdid it in business in the past few years. Now we have to think very, very conservatively. Hey, also, I want to talk to you about Canada just announced yesterday that truckers in Canada, if they want to continue uh, trucking items, uh, to stores and everything else because of this green news nonsense that governments believe in truckers are not going to have to purchase new trucks because their trucks may be too old and not as environmental friendly as the Canadian government wants we have the same problem here in, here in the United States that's why we have a problem in getting stuff to the stores from the warehouse to the stores truckers have been told if you want to drive on our roads, you have to you have to have a newer truck, and so a lot of them are not able to get into the uh, into the container places where it comes off the boat because they haven't complied. California has a really strictness on that, so that has cut down on truckers being able to haul certain items. Well, now Canada wants to do it. They saw how successful <laughs> successful the United States was. And how we're getting so much product to the stores now, which is which isn't really happening. I'm just being facetious here, but we have a problem, and that is government mandating all of these things on truckers and small business, and it's got to stop. Otherwise, the supply chain is going to end one of these days because no one, especially right now in inflationary times in Canada and in the United States. No trucker can afford to purchase a new truck. Inflation, inflation, inflation. 
Have you tried buying a new truck? In fact, the new trucks at the moment, sometimes you can't even get a truck with all of the parts on it. Same thing with all of our all all of our uh, campers and, and RVs. Some of them are missing what used to be really good stuff, like on tires. Now they're having to go to cheaper tires because Michelin and stuff and Dunlap and those companies are not able to provide enough inventory. So when government gets involved, this is what happens, okay? It, we suffer. You and I as a consumer su- suffer because we there's not enough product on the shelves for us. And the prices have gone up because now it costs more to get that product to market. We're in a sticky wicket here. I mean, we have a government that's just out of control, both in Canada and in the, in the United States, in placing all these controls on small businesses. And you know, uh, truckers are small businesses. They operate as a small business. And it's very difficult at this moment in time to go out and get a loan on a truck that you, that's not even being built in supply as it used to be. So the governments have got to lay off on all this green stuff because it is destroying our economy. So that's it. We talked about real estate. We talked about Google. And we talked about trucking. I think we pretty much covered everything that's affecting us in our daily lives, right? <laughs> if you would like to have more access to me, I encourage you to go to my website at www.lodge.co.com. The link is down below if you read the, the documentation down below. And if you would like to support me, you can support me there. If you want to uh, follow me there, you can follow me there. In fact, I've given you a whole bunch where you can follow me on iHeart and Google uh, podcasts and tune in and I've given you a whole list if, where you can listen to me at and follow me at but go to www.lodge.co.com and if you'd like to buy me a coffee buy me a coffee I'd greatly appreciate it talk with you soon everybody go out and have a great day if you have any questions just let me know I'll answer any question you have talk with you soon God bless <music>